The reading is from Mark chapter 13, beginning with verse 1. As he came out of the temple, one of his disciples said to him, Look, teacher, what large stones and what large buildings. Then Jesus asked him, Do you see these great buildings? Not one stone will be left here upon another. All will be thrown down. When he was sitting on the Mount of Olives opposite the temple, Peter, James, John, and Andrew asked him privately, Tell us, when will this be? And what will be the sign that all these things are about to be accomplished? Then Jesus began to say to them, Beware that no one leads you astray. Many will come in my name and say, I am he, and they will lead many astray. When you hear of wars and rumors of wars, do not be alarmed. This must take place, but the end is still to come. For nation will rise against nation and kingdom against kingdom. There will be earthquakes in various places. There will be famines. This is but the beginning of the birth pangs. But in those days after that suffering, the sun will be darkened and the moon will not give its light. And the stars will be falling from heaven and the powers in heaven in the heavens will be shaken. Then they will see the Son of Man coming in clouds with great power and glory. Then he will send out the angels and gather his elect from the four winds, from the ends of the earth to the ends of heaven. From the fig tree learn its lesson. As soon as its branch becomes tender and puts forth its leaves, you know that summer is near. So also, when you see these things taking place, you know that he is near at the very gates. Truly, I tell you, this generation will not pass away until all these things have taken place. Heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will not pass away. But about that day or hour, no one knows, neither the angels in heaven nor the Son, but only the Father. Beware, keep alert, for you do not know when the time will come. It is like a man going on a journey, when he leaves home and puts his slaves in charge, each with his work, and commands the doorkeeper to be on the watch. Therefore, keep awake, for you do not know when the master of the house will come, in the evening, or at midnight, or at cock crow, or at dawn, or else he may find you asleep when he comes suddenly. And what I say to you, I say to all, keep awake. The word of the Lord. Thanks, Thanks be to God.
Thank you, God, for all the ways that you are with us in this time. We pray for a sense of your presence in our gathering together now. We pray for a sense of your direction and your wisdom, your comfort and your peace. In Jesus' name, amen. So it happens on a regular basis that the assigned readings for any given Sunday, whether it's the Revised Common Lectionary or the Narrative Lectionary, are these serendipitously appropriate lessons. But really, end times? End times teaching now? Really? This is, this is Jesus talking about the apocalypse. At least that's what it sounds like. Really, maybe there is something here for us for today. But it's probably not the kind of gloom and doom that this lesson may lead us to or sound like at first. We've got to remind ourselves of the setting. There's only one place in the narrative, in the telling of the story of Jesus and his ministry, that we, that we left something out and we'll come back to it at the end. It's the triumphal entry. So for these weeks leading up to Palm Sunday, the triumphal entry has already happened. So Jesus is in the midst of the Passover festival and the controversy with the Pharisees and the scribes and the struggle that builds and builds, and we know what happens on Good Friday. This is the setting in which Jesus is speaking to his disciples and telling them about what's going to happen. We hear this language and it sounds like it's uh, apocalyptic, except it's not exactly apocalyptic. Apocalyptic literature and writing usually uses fantastic beasts and images like that, and that's not what this is. And it's not exactly prophecy either, because Jesus is saying, this is going to happen next. It's not, it's not off in the future. It is more in the realm of future telling. So it is apocalyptic in some regard. It's prophetic in some regard. But it's present tense. That's what I think is most important for us today. That we hear that Jesus is telling the disciples that something, some bad things are going to happen and he tells them what some of those things are. Don't put your hope in the great big stones and the big edifices that your leaders may break and build. Don't put your hope in the stone of building because that will all fall down eventually. Even this place. And he says there will be lots of things that are tumultuous. You will hear of wars and rumors of wars and, and these things that sound terrible. And they sound terrible to us. But imagine how they sound right now today in Syria. There's no rumors. There is war. There, is all of, there are all these things that Jesus says are going to come. And then he uses this, this image at the end of, the, of a strong man defending his household and, and uh, the slaves being charged with paying attention to all the watches of the night. Jesus is talking and uses the exact same language as the watches that come just in the next chapter and, or two as the story of the, of the passion is lived out. He says, so, so be on your guard, because if you knew when the strong men would come and attack the house in the night watches, whether it be at evening, or midnight, or cockcrow, or dawn, just a week from now we will hear those same words. In the evening he gathered with his disciples in the upper room. 
at midnight, they went out to the garden for Jesus to pray. And it's at that place where he told them to keep awake. And then at cockcrow, Peter denies. And then at dawn is when everyone is abandoning him and the Pharisees and the leaders of the temple take him to Pilate to be put on trial. These exact same words in this story are telling the disciples about the, the struggles and the troubles that are right going to happen right now. And I think that, that Jesus is actually talking about the troubles and the struggles in every age that we face. Because it's a, it's a funny little quirky thing that in every generation since the time of Jesus, every generation believed they were living in the end times. Every single one of them. Things can't possibly get worse, and, and this has to be the end. Well, it doesn't matter if it is or not. The reality is that Jesus said, God is present with you in that. God is present in these things that, that are going to be hard. In the evening, midnight, cockcrow, and dawn. In these things, you'll experience loss and fear, and I am still with you. We all struggle with the end. We struggle with the end, but the part that's really important here is Jesus says right in the middle of this passage, this, but this is only the beginning of the birth pangs. Well, that sounds terrible and rough, but it's not the end. It's the beginning. And there's hard parts to it. But what comes after that beginning? Something amazing. But what comes next? Jesus is giving a word of hope here. And uh, I was on a, so lots of meetings are happening by Zoom and Skype these days. And so I was on a Zoom call with some colleagues studying this lesson. And one of them who learned to use one of these cool new tricks, wiped the screen of all of our pictures off to the side and then put this big picture right up in the middle and says, look what I found, I like this. And it was a picture, uh, kind of a cutesy picture with uh, one of those uh, uh, image of somebody wearing one of those sandwich boards that normally says, the end is near. And it says, the beginning is near. And he had a big grin on his face. It's cute, but is it helpful? In this time where we're distancing ourselves and afraid for what comes next. The beginning is near. And these things that we see all around us that are frightening, terrifying even, God is still with us. And this is not the end, but the beginning of what comes next. Whatever that looks like. And I don't mean to make light of how difficult things are right now, not at all. Because Jesus wasn't making light of what the disciples were going to endure when he said, evening, midnight, cock crow, and dawn. There's hard stuff yet to come. But it's not the end. For a little humor, I found this quote, too, uh, from Woody Allen. If it is the end, just like, he says, I'm not afraid of death. I just don't want to be there when it happens. <laughs> yeah, don't we all? <laughs> well. In the middle of this, this troubling teaching of Jesus, he uses this, this great, very gentle image, which is, which is really powerful and meaning, meaningful for me. He says, consider the fig tree. When you see its 
branches becoming tender, you know that spring, you know that something good is coming. When I was early in ministry, I had spent most of eight years living in the Midwest, and I wrote a newsletter article, and the title of the newsletter article was, <clears throat> Grass is Frivolous, But the Trees Are Not Fooled. Because it happened almost every spring that we lived in the Midwest, that in the, in the early spring there would be a warm snap, and the grass would actually start to get green again. And then, as soon as you hold out hope that summer's almost here, it freeze again and kill all the grass. So it took a couple of times of experiencing this to notice, oh, you know what? But the buds on the trees aren't coming out yet. It's those larger, wiser, stoic images where we might find some hope in this. The grass, the grass is frivolous, but the trees are not fools. My grandfather was a stoic Midwest pastor. He was very, he was known for being unflappable. And he had this low, baritone voice. And everything he said was in this book. It was a very tired sermon by the end of the sermon when he would preach. But he was very, very uh, calm all the time. And one of his pastoral responses, and I heard it multiple times when I was growing up, one of his pastoral responses, which at the time, as a kid, I dismissed and thought, oh, Lord. But he would listen to what someone was struggling with. And oftentimes he would, he would go, hmm. And then he would say, this too shall pass. This too. doesn't mean it's going to be easy. It doesn't mean that it's all going to be happy and happy joy and rainbows, but, but this too will pass, and we will know light again, and we will know comfort, and we'll know the embrace, and we'll know community and gathering together in this place for worship. This too will pass. This week, this time, let us be confident in that. And hold on to what Jesus says. And know that when Jesus says, keep awake, it's keep awake and look for the love of God that is around us in one another. Even in this time, even in this place. And this too.